Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Danny Mack in for Michelle, Randy Carricker, and to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, we always enjoy welcoming in a native of the St. Louis area, St. Charles, actually, went to the Lindenwood University, as did Dan, as did Randy, and Greg you Amzinger. You the way, though, Randall. I, I was ahead of you, you guys because I'm older. Yeah. Rammer was really the, the trendsetter. Yes. But Greg Amzinger is the guy that made it big because he's at MLB Network, right. and he joins us now sure. from Montclair, New Jersey. Good morning, sir. How you doing? And, you know, I got to tell you, uh, for all the listeners right now that are, that are tuning in, Dan and Randy, they're not just pretty faces. I learned a lot watching these guys do their thing. They produce a lot of what they do, basically all of what they do. They come up with ideas for segments and things like that. So as I sit here in Montclair, New Jersey, I am hosting MLB Tonight later today, and I am producing a segment. I coordinate with my producers, but this producing edge I have came from watching role models in my life, like Dan McLaughlin and Randy Character. You guys weren't oh, stop. just stars. You weren't just broadcast stars. You actually like doing the behind-the-scenes work, and that's important for young people to hear. Now, did Randy ever throw a card at you? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to be no, careful. You know, no, no, when you're producing for Randy, you got to be real careful. <laughs> you do, you do. But listen, when I talk like this, he says, pick it up on putts that are like eight feet. So if I keep oh, like yeah. buttering them up, he gives me all kinds of putts. It's great. That's Well, that's <laughs> more important than anything you can do professionally. I can tell you that. All right. I, I'm going to ask this question in the easiest way possible. Are you, as you sit at home this weekend, Making flight plans to go to either Florida or Arizona for tell spring me, training. Yeah. Uh, tell us that you are. Go ahead. Just lie to us. I'm, I'm going to let you know right now. These facts. I'm not lying to you. I have a flight booked March 6th to, to go to Arizona. I will be in Scottsdale. They are planning for me to and my crew to cover uh, 30 clubs in 30 days, our spring training series, March 6th. And as of now, I still have my itinerary. They're not changing that. That, that is factual. Now, you have your itinerary. That's a fact. And then there's also this thing called hope. Are you hopeful that you will be cashing in on that itinerary and, and going to either Arizona, Florida, wherever you're going? I, I, I'm always hopeful, but optimistic at the same time. Okay. So many people viewed what the commissioner did yesterday, that press conference, in a negative way. Like, oh, this is not looking good. It's not sounding good. We're definitely going to have delayed spring training, which we might. Oh, man, we might have a strike. We might be staring down a strike. Can I tell you what I saw during that commissioner press conference? I saw a commissioner who was reluctantly optimistic. What does that mean? He said optimistic many times. He knew, to me, the air of it, because I know the guy, he was going to have to bend on something that he didn't want to bend on 
And that's why when he said optimistic, he had a grumpy tone in the word optimistic. Yeah, I'm optimistic we're going to get a deal done because they're going to bend on something they really didn't want to bend on. And I think that's where we're at. You have to kind of have a swirl, which is what we saw yesterday. There was swirl there uh, for us to get anywhere. If there was, if, if they were blowing smoke, you wouldn't hear any emotion. But there's frustration right now because there, it's, a, it's now literally a ping pong match. Before, the, the ball was going over the net, and the other side was grabbing the ping pong ball and putting it in their pocket for a while. This is going back and forth, which is going to lead to action, which is going to lead to a deal getting done. I still truly believe we will not miss a game. I actually was the same way. Um, now, I there were times when I was watching Greg, I was like, oh, okay. And, you, you know, you got to read between the lines, like you're saying. You got to watch body reaction, how he answers things. But then other times I was like, oof, boy, I wouldn't have said that because that's going to turn some fans off. I, I was kind of like mixed. I was going back and forth with the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was one response that I wish would have been worded differently uh, when he was asked, is owning an MLB team a lucrative venture? And, you know, he said that, you know, the numbers and the data that he's been presented, if you take the amount of money that you would put down to buy a baseball team and the operating costs and just put that in the stock market, you'd make more money. I mean, he might be true. I don't know what data he saw. I, I, I don't know. Okay. But that's like saying to Randy Carricker and Dan McLaughlin, uh, you guys know um, when you're 20 years old, if someone came to you, you know, get into investment banking. You'll make more money. So it's, this is not as lucrative as being an investment banker. Maybe get into buying commercial real estate instead. Yeah, they might be factually correct. But the cachet of having an awesome career in the industry that you actually love is worth more than just the bottom line. And we're talking about billionaire owners, okay? Billionaire owners who don't necessarily need a great financial return on every single move they make in their life. They've already been getting that. They want the cachet of owning a major league baseball team. And we haven't seen anyone sell one of these pieces of property for nothing. (laughs) They're all going up in value. So I don't think what he said was uh, incorrect. I don't think he was lying. I just think that, you know, he, he, he does have to listen to 30 owners, and he does that an awful lot. And he's in a very difficult spot trying to make those guys happy and the union, which is what a caretaker of the game is supposed to do. Greg, if you can give me a player name that you would like the Cardinals to sign once things open up again, that'd be fine. But give me an element that you would like the Cardinals to address or fix when we get back to free agency after this lockout is over. I still think shortstop, and I know everyone says that's not going to happen because, you know, you're going to have the kid come up, Corman, play second base, Tommy Edmonds slides over. I, I don't think Edmund or DeYoung uh, or Sosa are everyday shortstops. I, I, Dan probably disagrees with me. I, I just don't think that's your – have options. Uh, Trevor Story, I think you could get him for a, a terrific value right now, a terrific value once uh, the business of baseball opens back up. Carlos Correa, I don't know. I think that might be way too steep. But the Puerto Rican connection to Yadi or Molina, I find interesting with Yadi going out. Who knows? But I, I just think right now you have an opportunity to upgrade in that spot for the long term. And why would you pass that up? You know, Next year, yeah, Trey Turner is going to be very steep as a free agent. Dansby Swanson will be a free agent. Xander Bogarts is probably going to opt out of his contract with the Boston Red Sox, and he'll be a free agent. But I look at all three of those guys. I think Trey Turner is going to be in the same financial 
category as, as Carlos Cray and Corey Seager. Cardinals mm-hmm. aren't going to go there. I, I think Dansby Swanson is much better than what you already have in house. I think Trevor's story is a terrific opportunity here. The relationship with Arenado is important. I, I to me, it just would fit like a glove. So. I, if, if I was thinking, oh, I want the Cardinals with all these veterans, they're clearly ready to win right now. I'm going Trevor Story. I'm going all in on Trevor Story. I think um, if I ran a front office and they said Saturday, uh, okay, we got a deal and it needs to be ratified, which will take a week. I don't know if I would leave my office and I'm being dead serious. Um, there's so many things that have to be done in a short amount of time. You know, we hear about like Dick Vermeil and all these guys having burnout and sleeping in their, their offices, getting ready for a football game. Uh, these guys are going to be sleeping in their office, man. It's going to be no holds barred and just pedal to the metal. It's going to be, I think people will say, great, deal's done. Now it's the fun of free agency again. It could be just a free for all the wild, wild west and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. I, I am as well. Uh, I bought a really bougie sleeping bag that I'm taking <laughs> to my office in Secaucus, New Jersey. Are you being serious? I, no, I'm not. Look, I, yeah, I'm not being. I, I'm, I didn't buy a, a okay. sleeping bag. Right. I lied about that. Okay. But I am. I, I am literally prepared, and our schedules uh, have all been altered when the lockout ends that all the broadcasters at MLB Network are kind of prepared to work around the clock until opening day, until I get to go on my mancation to cover spring training March 6th, which I can't <laughs> wait for in Scottsdale, Arizona. But we are all being told that because what we're expecting is a frenzy of, of activity, which is what you're talking about, Dan, to be ready to work at all hours. So it's going to be a reminiscent of how we prepare for the winter meetings where we show up at one of these locations sure. and we kind of work around the clock. We're going to be doing that from our studio once the lockout ends, which I love. I mean, look, we, I got into this business to work, and you guys, I watched you guys do it too. It's a fun thing to do. So even if I'm on TV at 2 o'clock in the morning because Carlos Correa agrees to a deal to go to the Mets and play third base, I'm excited to talk about that. So we are prepared for an onslaught of moves from all these front offices. If indeed in the second week of March you find yourself in Scottsdale, Arizona, I will make my way down there and we'll go to Frasher's Tavern near downtown Scottsdale. George Frasher, St. Louis, owns a great St. Louis restaurant right in downtown Scottsdale. So we'll be there and you might have to work, but I'll bring my clubs just in case. Oh, let me tell you how we make this work. So we tape the show, 30 Clubs in 30 Days. We do all the on-camera hits with the studio going back and forth. The show's completely in the can. Then me and my producers, I only go with producers that play golf. That's terrible. It's horrible <laughs> bias. It really is bad. But everyone knows that. And I, I'm telling you, so many fans have seen Greg Amsinger shirtless, which is not a great sight, in parking lots of one of these spring training sites. I derobe in the parking lot, put my golf clothes on, and we fly. Because, again, when you're in Arizona, you're up against the sun. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to squeeze in 18 holes. We usually tee off by 2.30, 2.45, and we'll try to jam it in there, Randy. So be prepared. I'll meet you at the tee box, and we'll make it happen. It's going to happen. I love it. Hey, it's always great to have you with us. Have a happy Valentine's weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. You're rooting against the Rams, right? 1,000%. That's my boy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. I see you, guys. See you, Greg. Greg Amzinger. See, he's a St. Louis guy. Oh, yeah. On 101 you don't ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. 
Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.